Well, hello, humans, and welcome back to my podcast, Life Isn't Fair. <laughs> All right. So today is December 25th, 2020, and it is currently 10.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I wanted to inform you all of a few things. I hope you all are having a, uh, had an amazing Christmas, most likely. Most of you are um, watching this, uh, I mean, listening to this on the 26th of December, so you most likely see this the day after Christmas, because most of you are asleep that I know. But it... And I hope you all are having an amazing, amazing Christmas, because this Christmas looked a lot different than it did. I didn't even feel like today was Christmas. It just felt like another day that I apparently got a few extra presents, and it it, it feels like the American people are losing hope. I'm I'm losing hope on many things, and I'm losing hope. And one thing that I'm losing hope on is the Democratic Party. I have decided after a long time that I would I would like to leave the Democratic Party. Now, I've been a proud Democrat for a long time now, and now I feel like it's time to move away from this party. This party is dangerous in many ways, and there are things that I, I haven't known about this party that I'm ready to leave this party, and I'm ready to move on to the Republican Party, see what the GOP GOP is like, and see what a new set of um, beliefs and culture is like. But a few reasons why we leave the Democratic Party is because the Democrats are violent. violent. That we've seen people do, uh, these Democrats do crazy things out in public, and it, it happens in these Democratic states. And it, it's very scary about what's going to happen. Like, look at Baltimore. Baltimore is a very dangerous state. I live in the state of Maryland, and Baltimore is in Maryland. I live not too far from Baltimore, actually, and it's about a 30-minute ride from here. So Baltimore is not that far away from me, and it, it's it's dangerous. It's a dangerous place. It's, it's, it's a scary place to be in. The Democrats also fought for slavery. So it turns out that I learned that the Republican Party fought against slavery, and you know, people like Abraham Lincoln, who presented the 13th Amendment, gave out the, um, gave, gave the amendment that the slaves were free. The Confederate, it took a, about 10 years for slaves to even realize that they were free, because the Confederacy, it, things were, things were crazy at that time. So, and it turns out that in the Civil War, the Democrats fought for slavery. They wanted slavery. It's crazy that they could fight for something so inhumane and so something so crazy. The Democratic Party also fought for um, Jim Crow laws. They they were the ones that presented them, wrote them, and presented them. And the Dem and the Republican Party was like, no, we don't want this. And yet, Democratic Party still it, it was just a racist party at that time. The Democratic Party also founded the KKK, something that lots of people don't want to talk about, but it's true. The Democratic Party founded the KKK. You'll see that mainstream media will not talk about this whatsoever because they know that it's true. The Democratic Party is a dangerous party. It has fought for many racist things. It, it still does, although that it may seem like a beautiful party. And people literally, these celebrities... 
if they're open about being a conservative or a Republican, they will get crucified. And cancel culture, I'm I'm very much against cancel culture because people have lost jobs because somebody pulls up a tweet from, what, 10 years ago about someone when they were younger and had different beliefs than they do now and now want to make them seem like an idiot. It It's just scary. And I wouldn't, and I would be so scared to wake up one day and thinking that my entire career could be over by the end of the day. People, careers have literally been ended. And then these celebrities have to come out and apologize for it. They shouldn't have to apologize for every single thing that they do. Every single step they make, every single thing that may seem wrong, it's very subjective. These these fans are subjective. They they they're based off of what they feel. And and I know that I've spoken out against people like Charlie D'Amelio, but in that situation, I'm going to say I was wrong. I was wrong. I was sharing a democratic belief, and now I'm going to say that I was wrong about that. I was wrong about that entire situation. The reality is she just wanted more followers. Anybody wants that. Everybody wants that. Who doesn't want more followers? I want more followers. Like, come on. And the way that people treated her was terrible. It was awful the way that they were treating her. They they were literally sending her death threats through DMs saying that they were going to kill her. And then people, um, uh, Trisha, Trisha Paytas, she gets into the middle of the argument and then James Charles has to speak out about it. And then everybody's getting involved and it, it's, it's just absolutely crazy. Trisha Paytas, she's, the only reason why she's well known is because she speaks against people and it bullies children. That's the only reason why she's known. That's the only reason why she's verified. If she didn't do that, then her existence would be extremely irrelevant. Nobody would know her. Okay? So, it's cancel culture. It's a bad thing. It's toxic. And it can really have a strain on someone's mental health. And we have to remember, Charlie D'Amelio, I just learned that Charlie D'Amelio was only 16 years old. It's only 16 years old. She's still a teenager. She's still learning. And I think we need to be more uh, teaching her and educating her and showing our beliefs. That's amazing. When we have conversations, it's beautiful. And that's the thing that America lacks. That's the thing that the Democratic Party lacks is the state of communication. Communication is a huge problem in the Democratic Party because either you agree with them or you disagree with them. You can't have a conversation about or come to a compromise with these Democrats. You have to literally, like, you have to literally make a stand for yourself and watch all these Democrats go crazy over what you do. Like, it's scary. The Democratic Party is a scary party. And they also, you could see the lack of communication when it came to the stimulus package. The, the GOP wanted more money for the American people and the Democratic Party did not. Nancy Pelosi didn't take the bid at first to get a $2,000 paycheck for every American. And then after a while, she comes back because she's getting crapped all over because people were mad that she wanted the $600 over the $2,000. So then she shows this $2,000 package to the um, GOP and, oh, it's so beautiful and you should vote for it. No, she put in new things into that package and changed things around, changed wording around so that she could release prisoners 
put people on the streets. It, it was crazy. And then it, it just says that, oh, $2,000 more. $2,000 for the American people. No, that that's not what was in the stimulus package. When she changed the stimulus package to $2,000, she also changed the layout of this package altogether. Putting crazy things in there. The package is 5,000 pages long, for God's sake. Like, come on. It's absolutely crazy. And Nancy Pelosi, she, she's crazy. And then once the American people don't like her anymore, she wants to put in this $2,000 package. The GOP are like, no, 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 no. You wanted the $600 package. Let's go along with that. Let's show that your actions have consequences with them. There are also other many problems with the Democratic Party that I don't like. And another problem is that Look at Joe Biden, okay? Joe Biden has ran for president before Barack about three times. Three times, and he and he, won, he didn't win. There were different situations where he had to drop out purposely, or he was proven to be a racist, and people didn't like him anymore. And, it, and Joe Biden scares me. He really scares me. And he didn't, he, and we could see at the debate he didn't have an argument against when Donald Trump talks about the 95 um, criminal bill where Joe Biden voted yes on it and supported it and advertised it and did he loved it. And it put millions of black people in jail. And you could show it, people, the police were literally rounding black people up off the streets and putting black men in jail. It. It was sad, 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 sad. And we see that Joe Biden has never won without a black person on his ticket. Just look at it. All the times that he has ran, he, he didn't win the primaries. He didn't make it past. But when Barack Obama um, was there, he won the vice presidency. And now that Kamala Harris is on his ticket, he wins. Now, I can assure you, if Kamala Harris was not on his ticket, he would not make it. He wouldn't make it. He wouldn't have won. You think he really would have won without a black person on his ticket? People saw, people will go with the minorities. They're so fast for minorities. That's the thing. They're not thinking about that Kamala Harris could possibly not even be a black person. There's been lots of controversy about that. I don't actually have real facts to support that um, claim, but it's a possibility. We we can question that. We can question if she's even eligible for vice president. Okay, but people will go behind that. Oh, she's black. Okay, it would be racist if I didn't vote for Joe Biden. No, you don't need to vote for Joe Biden because she, he has a black person on his ticket. No, you don't. You don't need that. And they look at the fact that she's a woman. Okay, and she's a woman. Good for her. Does that mean anything? It would change history. But going with minorities won't actually change the fact that over 300,000 pe 300, people are dead right now. This lady won't... won't I, I don't have hope. This lady will... And she is... It, it, she has a good voting record. She's not really too radical. 
But there, there have been things that he, she has done that I don't like about her. Just simply because she's a woman does not mean that she deserves to be the vice president of the United States of America. She doesn't deserve it. Okay? So, Joe Biden's an obvious racist. He said, he said, if you ain't voting for me, you ain't black. We're going to put you back in chains. Change, um, chains. If we put black people in white schools, then the white schools are going to turn into a jungle. He said things like this. And the thing is that it is not hidden. Democrats just don't want to look at the reality. They want to stay inside of what they believe and not actually look outside the actual aspect. Joe Biden's a racist. It's very clear that he's a racist. And you didn't vote for him because you liked him. You voted for him because you wanted Trump out of office. But you didn't look behind you and you didn't see that he was standing behind you with a knife at your head. Okay, you were so ready to stab Trump in the back, you didn't see that Joe Biden was about to stab you in the back too. And now this is what we get. It, it's it's crazy that the American people are so gullible. I, I would think they would be way better than they are doing right now. It's it's just man. It's it's just crazy how gullible people can be for minorities and making themselves look good. It's all about making yourself look good and and it's sad that this is what it's become you sh- it's honestly sad the democrats want to spend so much money okay the things the green new deal that cause so much money when there are cheaper options it's crazy and watch once joe biden gets into office your taxes will be through the roof because you will be paying for another person's Medicare. Okay, this is how I look at it. I don't, I, I, socialism, not the biggest fan of it. Okay, so someone breaks their hip because they slipped somewhere at the McDonald's and they weren't watching where they were going. You are now responsible for that person. Why should I be responsible because someone else made a mistake? Someone keeps eating eating unhealthy and don't listen to what their doctor recommends and are terrible with their and, and don't take care of themselves. You now have to put that strain on another person to take care of that person. Now I get like giving money to law enforcement, giving money to schools. Schools need federal um, funding. The state funding is terrible. And we look at this and you can see that we're, they're not going to things like that. Okay. Joe Biden will also make colleges free. He wants to put in the idea that college will be free. If college becomes free, then your taxes, I guarantee you, your taxes will be crazy. Crazy to the roof because that means that he says that taxes will only be raised for people that make over four hundred thousand dollars a year. How many people do you know make over four hundred thousand dollars a year, Joe Biden? How many people do you do you know make for over four hundred thousand dollars a year besides yourself? Besides yourself, that's an attack on people on companies. Those are jobs. 
Those are literal jobs right there. Only companies make over that much. A private citizen does not make over $400,000 a year. That's not, that's, no, that's not normal. For a normal, a normal middle-class citizen does not make over $400,000 a year. Those are people that have companies and businesses and have, and are distributing jobs. If their taxes are raised, that means that those jobs will be gone. It's absolutely crazy. These things that the Democratic Party wants to put in place are nuts. They're driving me crazy. And people stand behind it and they're like, and they just, they just clap for them. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. No, your taxes are about to be raised to the roof. You're going to have to pay for someone else's degree. You're going to have to pay for someone else to go to college. You're going to have to pay for that. It, I'm, nobody should have to pay for somebody else. I, I don't get that. Nobody should have to have the strain to pay for another person. And then watch the quality of college go down. I, I guarantee you the quality of colleges is going to go down by a lot. Just look at Britain. Britain now has a, a slim tax on how how much college is. But college was uh, one time free in Great Britain. And you could see that free college did not work too well for Britain. Uh, it the quality of college was terrible, and then the, now college is no longer free in Britain. Many many colleges not free. So uh, the Democratic Party also has big news networks. They have CNN, they have NBC, CNBC, um, CBS, um, ABC. They have all of these news networks that are left wing. Most news news networks are left wing, not right wing left wing and th man these networks talk crap about the president talk about him like he's not a real person we have to think that this is also a man with feelings okay i don't support donald j trump it I'm, i identify now as a republican but i don't I, I don't stand behind trump's policies and things that he has done crazy things he's done the he just vetoed a budget for the military he took money just for him to build a wall um he threw kids in cages it's absolutely crazy the, the things that he has done and i don't and he's not my cup of tea but i believe that we should be looking at this at, as a bigger issue trump not not my biggest fan. I'm not the biggest fan. But we have to think that he's also a person. Okay? And if... If Fox News were to talk about Joe Biden, the way that they talk... Uh, uh, the way that CNN talks about Donald J. Trump, everyone would crap all over his Fox News. This is where... The American people need to come in, and the Democratic Party does not have good communication skills. There shouldn't, there shouldn't be so much discourse to the point where we are literally talking about a person as if they are not a human being. 
as if they're not a person with emotional feelings. And it's not just one side, it's both sides. They both have communication problems. And that's why we see the $2,000 bill that couldn't get passed through Congress. The The bill took so much, took so long because Democrats and Republicans did not come together and say, okay, we, we may have our differences, but what are we going to do? What are we going to make a compromise on? And that's what our country was founded on. Our country was founded on compromises. The government did not agree with each other that, that at, in 1776, but they made compromises so that they could both have an idea and both merge their ideas together to make one big, beautiful idea. And that's what Democrats and Republicans need to do. Democrats are good at making... Uh, are good at making ideas, but they aren't really too good at, they're, they're not good at spending, okay? So maybe Democrats can make the ideas and Republicans can change the idea a little bit so that it can meet the boundaries and make sure that it's good. And that's what I want to see from Democrats and Republicans, but we can't, we, we, we can't see that anymore. It, and it's sad that both parties don't want to show that they care about each, about each other and that they care about the American people. They care about one side, and that's not how this is supposed to work. We need better communication skills. And this this is divisive. The House of Representatives is divisive. The Senate is divisive. It's crazy. Democrats have also burned down the American flag, okay? Well, Democrats have burned down the American flag... It's when the flag starts burning them. That's when we get we get the final laugh. And why are Democrats burning down American flags? Like, the flag represents so much. Just listen to our national anthem. It speaks all about how that night the bombs were bursting in air. There was so much going on. Britain was about to take down the American flags. And guess what was still there? The American flag was still there. It was still standing, and it weighed, and it had a few problems with it, but it waved proudly. And that's the story of America. That's a beautiful, that's a beautiful scenario right there. Bombs bursting at the flags, and then the flag still stood there, and it was still waving, still waving. And I don't get why the Democrats don't like that story. And another thing about the Democratic Party, it's so hard not to offend the Democratic Party. They find everything racist. Someone talks about Obama, and they're a racist. They're a radical racist. What? Come on. It's not racist to critique a person. Every He has his flaws. There are some things that Obama did that people didn't like. People were going to criticize him. Like, Ben Shapiro wrote a book about Obama that uh, talks all about um, Obama versus the people. And it's an amazing book. Highly recommend you read it. But, and then Ben Shapiro was called a racist. Ben Shapiro is a very smart guy. He's good at debating. He will absolutely demolish you in a debate. Uh, he's only been demolished once by one guy. <laughs> and it Ben Shapiro is a good guy. And he doesn't he doesn't look at it from one standpoint he looks at it from every other angle that he can look at it 
that's the thing that I like about Ben. He's not a biased person. Now, he will have very different... He he is an open Republican. He doesn't... He's proud of being a Republican. And... And he he's open about that stuff. And I, I forgot where I was going with this, but I was going someplace... I don't know where. All right. But um, let's move on to the next reason why I um I leave the Democratic Party. Okay, so there are two more reasons why. And another reason why is because the Democrats want your vote. That's all they want. At this point, that's all they want. They want you to vote for them. And then they get into office. All they want is a bigger window with a few more zeros on their paycheck. The Republican Party doesn't do that. They try their best to accommodate the American people. And it's sad that this is what the Democratic Party is doing. They want your money, and they want your vote. So the last thing is the Democrats are rich. The Democratic Party is an extremely rich um, party. Just look at people like John Ossoff, who uh, piggyback off of his father's trust fund, and he makes so much money, has so much money in this campaign, and he's a very rich person, leads a very good wife, leads a very good life, has a wife, has children, has a big house, 30 years old. What can go wrong? And now he's trying to be the senator of Georgia, with along with radical liberal Raphael Warnock. And we could see at the debates how Kelly Loeffler, Kelly Loeffler did look like she was a bit robotic, and she was saying the same things over and over again. But she was saying them over and over again because all she had to do is say that. That's all she had to do is say that Raphael Warnock is a radical liberal. She didn't need to even back her in her claim up with facts you want to know why you want to know why because Raphael warnock did not set did not deny that he was a radical liberal once at that debate once he did not say that he was not a radical liberal he he just talked about donald j trump talked about how kelly loifler is a trump supporter and stuff and i think that kelly loifler knew where to punch him at he's a radical liberal and no, never, ever, did he deny that. He didn't. He didn't deny it. And then if you look at John Ossoff at that debate against an empty, empty podium. It's hard to lose against an empty podium, okay? And he asked the empty podium a question, and he was extremely boring. He couldn't catch. He was talking about things that were absolutely off topic and weren't about the debate. And I'm just using them as an example because he's an, a very rich person, Raphael Warnock. I bet he's rich too. He has, he has his own church. And then we look at the state of Georgia. Georgia isn't looking good. D.C. ran by Democrats. Not looking too good, hon. D and Baltimore ran by Democrats. Terrible place to live in. Michigan. Water is trash there. 
and it's ran by Democrats. And what have Democrats done about that? California. California is literally on fire right now. I, I mean that very literally. It's on fire. Ran by Democrats. They do nothing. Now, just compare the state of Florida and California to each other. I would much rather run to Florida before I run to California. Because Florida is ran by Republicans, and Florida is a very rich state. It's a very good state to live in. Very nice state. has many rich people there. And then we look at California. California is on fire under the Democratic agenda. I think that we should move more Republicans into states like California and Wisconsin, D.C., and things like that. Because the Democratic Party is not doing too good at running these these states and these parts of the country. There needs to be something done about that. Let's move on to the next segment. So, I have hinted about these things, about um, the organization of Black Lives Matter. And I don't support Black Lives Matter or the organization itself for many reasons. I believe, yeah, Black lives do matter. Everyone's life matters. So, thinking of that, that would discredit the people, the Hispanics, the Asians, the whites. Even, yes, even white people have experienced racism. And we all need to get together as this, as a whole to figure this thing out. Because I believe that there should be no type of racism in the United States of America. And burning down the flag, saying F America, does not fix the problem. It just makes the tensions even higher. So here are a few reasons why I don't personally, I don't support BLM. So it's not doing anything but talk. That's all it's doing. It's all talk, no action. The killers of Rihanna Taylor, are they in jail yet? Have they been prosecuted yet? There have been so many African Americans that are killed by police daily. BLM don't talk about. They don't talk about unless it benefits BLM. Okay? There are many black people. There are more black people in jail right now than white people. And that's plainly because black people are more subject to doing things that are criminal. The statistics, the statistics are real and it's crazy. And there's a sort of favoritism for BLM. That's another reason why I don't support it. Because people are outside during the George Floyd protesting and banging pods and pass pans and spreading COVID-19. And a scientist outright says, oh yeah, this is BLM. It's not going to spread that much. You're literally packing people. Packing people in these little pockets. It's, And there's so many people. And it's spreading the virus of COVID-19. And... The fact that a scientist can say, oh, it's BLM, it's not going to, it's not going to transmit anything, it's not going to kill anybody. It's, it's a super spreading event. And yet, scientists and big companies like CNN want to talk about Donald Trump's rallies. It's contradictory. 
you they literally televised people spreading COVID-19 in the street talking about, oh, George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. But yet, when Donald Trump holds a rally, and there's a lot of people at his rallies because that's basically what Trump is known for, he gets criticized by many people. He gets criticized by CNN. He gets criticized by ABC and all of these leftist news sources that have really gone left. So, um, the government, the government has to pay for these damages. There's been so much damages, damage to the, since BLM does do a lot of rioting. Rioting is against the law because it's ruining public property and it's reckless absolutely reckless it's burning down buildings burning down where people have to literally literally work it's scary it's scary scary and i saw a video of a bomb that went off it because of blm because the owner the boss doesn't support blm and then the the entire building is exploded literally with people inside of that building and BLM doesn't want to talk about that. BLM has never talked about, never addressed that this is a subject to rioting. This is a free way for African Americans to get their way and to start rioting. That's what BLM is all about. Rise tensions and expect change. That's not how this works. It works like this. You go to your senator, you go to your governor, and tell them to do something about it. Demand them to do something about it. But you don't burn down buildings and bang possum pants and spread the virus just because you think that you deserve racial equality. Everyone deserves racial equality, including white people. Because I've seen African Americans, African American men, go around and literally assault white men in public and call them white trash and spit all over them. At the inauguration of Donald J. Trump, a lady literally had spit on her. Literal spit sitting on her because of protesters that didn't And there are so many reasons why you you don't want to support an organization like this because it's full of bad people. It's hurting America. It's hurting America. It's hurting our budget. It's tearing our places into shambles. And that is why California is literally on fire right now. California is on fire. We need to do something about this. We need stricter limits. And it's, it's crazy. And they expect people not to... Um, Expect the police not to stop these riots. Oh, yeah. We're going to ram in police if you keep on rioting. You keep on burning down buildings that cost millions to build. You weren't the one out there building them. People that work for construction were the ones building them. Not you. And the last reason why I don't support BLM is because it's a way for the Democrats to get the black vote. Come on. Come on. Most black people support BLM because, obviously, it's it's like... It's 
socialism. It's basically socialism. BLM is like free stuff, and then the people take the free stuff, and the free stuff is given out by the government. That's a form of socialism. BLM is a socialistic environment. And socialism like that is given out by the Democrats. And then the Democrats get reelected into office because they use BLM as fuel so that they can get into office. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely nuts. And so I'm going to move on from the BLM topic. Let's move on to, to some more stuff. So Biden's team complains because they want Trump's followers because Trump doesn't plan to give him the White House account, the White House Twitter account. So the Biden-Harris um, Harris transition team is complaining because Twitter decided the followers of the White House Twitter accounts, the number of which exploded from 26 million followers at the end of the Obama administration to roughly 60 million to by the end of the Trump administration, will not be turned over to the Biden-Harris team. On Tuesday, Biden's digital re- director tweeted, in 2016, the Trump admin absorbed all of the President Obama's Twitter followers on at POTUS and on at White House. At Team 44's urging, in 2020, Twitter has informed us that as of right now, the, the Biden administration will have to start from zero. On Wednesday night, Biden-Harris transition spokesman, spokesperson Cameron French told CNN Twitter's reluctance to transfer millions of followers from the Trump administration to the Biden administration unnecessarily politicizes what other otherwise should be a routine transfer of communication from one administration to the next. French said the Obama and Biden administration built out social media accounts and followings that were handed over to the Trump administration immediately and fully upon taking office. This wasn't about politics. It was about ensuring no disruption in the ability of the executive branch of government uh, to directly communicate its policies to the country, especially in times of crisis. The American people deserve access to information in a variety of forms, including social media. Twitter has failed to articulate a clear reason for why they have chosen this abrupt reversal in policies, a decision that flies in the face of how other digital digital platforms are handling this transition. In 2017, when President Trump took over the at POTUS and at White House accounts, each boasted each boosted over 13 million followers. Currently, at POTUS account has 33.2 million followers, and the White House and the at White House account has 26 million. Nancy Pasilio, um. Speaking of for Twitter, told CNN the White House accounts will not automatically retain their existing followers. Instead, Twitter will notify followers of these accounts to provide context that the content will be archived and allowed from them to choice to follow the Biden administration's new accounts. For example, people who follow the at White House account will be notified that the account has been archived as White House 45, and given the option to follow the new White House account. On Tuesday, the Wall Street Journal report reported that a spokesman for Twitter said of the Trump's account at Real Donald Trump 
at once Trump is is no longer president, his account will be under great risk of censorship. It said he exactly said Mr. Trump will, is a is currently able to tweet with less risk compared with private citizens of having t- tweets taken down or, or his Twitter suspended. Mr. Trump's Twitter account, which has more than 88 million followers, will no longer receive special privileges when he becomes a private citizen. The loss of privileges reserved for the, for world leaders and public officials would mean that if Mr. Trump violates the site's rules, these tweets will be taken down rather than labeled in the future. Mr. Trump's tweets have been labeled by the company repeatedly both before and since the election, often with a warning that says this claim about election fraud has been disputed. Okay, that's, uh, that's crazy. And it just shows that Joe Biden doesn't have as much fame as he does. Because if so... His transition account and his Twitter account, he would have way more. I understand that not a lot of people in America have Twitter, but he should at least have more followers than he has. He has less than 100 million followers than Obama has. And you're telling me that this guy won 80 million votes? There's something wrong about that. There's something wrong about that. And there's lots, lots of things behind that. This guy um, barely makes 100,000 um, likes when he has a normal tweet, and Donald Trump is over here, he tweets one thing and gets over 300,000 likes in the first, what, two hours of when he tweets it, and I understand that not a lot of people use Twitter, but I think that Joe Biden should have more, more than what he's getting right now. If, if he really won 80 million votes, I think he would have more followers on Twitter. I think he would have more likes on Twitter. Uh, uh, that's a basis claim, but I, that's how I look at it. I think that he should have way more followers than he has right now if he really wants it. And the fact that uh, Trump, is, uh, Trump is not subject to giving him those accounts. He, it's not his responsibility. Okay? Joe Biden, uh, Obama acknowledged that Donald Trump won, won the election and he was going to be the next president of the United States of America. So he had a nice transition and gave it gave it over to Trump and let him have the floor. Now Trump is not not it's he's not subject to doing anything. Trump doesn't have to do anything for for this guy. Trump can just leave office and that'll be it. That's what Trump can do. So it it's how it's man it's crazy the things that are going on in American politics nowadays, and for all of you amazing people that live out and uh, out, and, yeah, you're you're lucky. You're you're lucky that you don't have to experience this type of stuff. That the next president of the United States of America is literally complaining that he's not getting the not getting enough followers. Come on. You should be able to get enough followers on your own if you have 80 million followers. If you have 80 million votes, it, it it's, no. You're, 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 not, you're not changing my mind. I'm sorry. But you're, you're not changing my mind. But I'm going to end this, this episode right here. Um, before I go, I'm going to tell you a few things that are happening. Um, I'm currently working on some, on a huge project right now. That I will be releasing to you soon. I'm just going to tell you. 
just kind of give you a bit of a snippet of um, what I'm working on um, with a few friends right now. I'm working on a debate tournament right now. I'm also working on a website. I'm not allowed to tell you what the website is about. I'm going to wait until um, my team tells me, okay, you can tell the public, right? But um, I'm going to end this podcast episode right here. Um, if you don't live in America, you're lucky because you don't have to deal with this every day, <laughs> right? But I will see you all later.